Hello and welcome to the Sailorville Church Parenting Podcast. Our goal is to partner with parents to find biblical solutions to real-life issues. Welcome to the Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Leonard, and with me is my beautiful wife and co-host, Alyssa Leonard. Hello. And our guests today are Curtis and Lisa Johnson. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Thank you. Hey, thanks for joining us today, listeners, and Lisa and Curtis, thanks for joining us. Uh, Tell us just a little bit about yourself. Um, This is mostly for Mm -hmm. Sailorville Church people, but um, there are some people outside of Sailorville Mm -hmm. Church that listen and You've been here a long time, but not everyone knows you. So that's true. <laughs> so we are Curtis and Lisa. Uh, we're so happy to be here today and have this conversation. Mm-hmm. We've been at Sailorville. I've been at Sailorville since 2012. Uh, been on staff for oh my goodness, the last four or five years. Started out as an intern, um, made my way to the young adult world, and now I am a full time young adult director. I'm also a licensed nurse, so love to nerd out about all the medical things. <laughs> you do. Um, and married my wife back in 2015, and she's going to tell you all about herself. Yeah, I've been at Sailorville actually my whole life, uh, born and raised there. So that's been a blessing to be under the ministry of Sailorville Church for, I won't say how long now. Long time. Uh, <laughs> no, 43 Just years. Just a couple of years. <laughs> um, yeah, and I um, have been on staff here for 15 years, almost 15 years, 15 years in January and um, work in the office, work with, um, yeah, calendaring events, uh, Pastor Pat, Pastor Abe, or mostly specifically with them. So, yeah. And I also serve with Curtis um, in the young adult ministry. We get to do that together, which is super We fun. got married in 2016. Yeah. I we said started dating in 2015. That's all right. Fine. Wow. Close. <laughs> <laughs> and Seven Curtis, years this fall. And Curtis is sucking on a sucker. So if you hear some <laughs> random... <laughs> Uh, he I said, like to keep myself busy, busy when we record podcasts. <laughs> he said, I'm not going to stop doing this while we're recording. I said, that's oh, fine. Right, <laughs> I ate Cheetos one time. At least this is quieter than Cheetos. <laughs> Makes it casual. It's watermelon. It's very good. Oh, yeah. It's yes. summertime. Nothing beats a dum-dum. I love it. Oh, I love it. Gosh. Yeah. Well, let's jump in. Okay. Um, the first question is kind of for you, Lisa. Okay. Um, so obviously we heard you've been married for seven years. Mm-hmm. You're over 40, so you were single for a while here at Sailorville. And anybody who's known you for a while knows, like, you have a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. And you have a lot of friends that are parents and married and have kids and all all the things. So um, let's just jump in. I mean, that's kind of what our whole conversation is about, is how have you maintained relationships with those friends, even though you were single or even though you're married now without kids? What has that looked like? Yeah, um, I think, honestly, friendship is a two-way street. So it's mm-hmm. really important that it does come from both sides. Um, I was very blessed to have people that um, stuck with me in my single years. Mm-hmm. And I, equally with them, I think when you think about people outside of the life stage that you're in and just not box yourself into a certain area of life, I think you get lots of blessings and you get lots of encouragement from that. Yeah. Um, I think... You know, a, a key to both was with friendships in that way. I don't, I don't think there was anything off limits on talk with talking about, and I think that was mm. huge. It wasn't like the singleness issue was an area we didn't talk about, or my parenting friends didn't talk about how hard parenting was or their marriage relationship was just because mm-hmm. they were talking to me. And sure. I think both of us had to learn to embrace like we eat, we all have struggles. It's mm. just going to look differently. Like I had singleness yeah. struggles, you know, but. 
they equally had parenting troubles and being at home all the time and feeling like all they did was diapers. And (laughs) I think when you can like lean in and be like, you can equally appreciate each other's lives and just say, okay, well, at least I'm not doing the diaper world, you know? And (laughs) they're like, well, you're over there. The single life don't have a, you know, Mm -hmm. don't have a schedule. And that must be nice too. And I think you can learn to appreciate each other and also learn to, um, sympathize with each other yeah. in uh, that. And the, the the Bible speaks so much to that. One of the, the verses I really like, which pertains to a lot of that is from 1 Corinthians 12. It talks about the body. We are all the body, the eye, the arm, the hand. But towards the end, um, 25 says that there may be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. And I, I love that part because it's like we're all mm-hmm. caring for each other kind of wherever we are. And if one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, we rejoice all together. And I just think that's what we're called to in life is to just love each other where we're at. And I think, but I think it's been helpful for the parents side of things. They were just so reciprocal to me and not like, well, she's just the single person. And I think sometimes we can just, take it so personal and just say, oh, well, they don't want me there because I'm the single person and I'm mm. the fifth wheel or whatever. Yeah. And you just kind of have to get over that because they're not thinking that either. And I don't know, like, yeah. 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 I don't know if that makes sense. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have this similar conversation with middle school girls all the time. Like, you know, you think that they don't want to be your friend and they're over there thinking you, they don't, you don't want to mm-hmm. be their friend. Like, yeah. And, mm-hmm it's really not the case either right. way, you we know, and we have the same problems yeah. as adults yeah, right. and moms and parents and just people. Mm-hmm. Like we all kind of assume things about other people that aren't necessarily true. We need to assume the best yeah. about them. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. A better way to go. Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Curtis, how have you seen that play out um, in the young adult world, even um, maybe even struggles of young adults and we are called to have relationship with people beyond um, Mm -hmm. our peers. Yeah. And so how have you seen that play itself out, whether it be, you know, with a a young married couple or maybe an older couple and the, the -hmm. investment side of things? I, I love that question. It being kind of on the outside and coming into Lisa's life a little bit later, Mm -hmm. I think I was blessed with the gift to see that intentionality that she Mm -hmm. just talked about that on both sides, there was such extreme choice to, to choose every day that this is my person and I'm, and no matter what life brings us, because mm-hmm. we know seasons are going to come and go. Mm-hmm. They are. You're not going to be a young adult forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, shocker. <laughs> like You're not going to be a parent with bait with yeah. kids in diapers forever. You right. know? I mean, all of that. But what God is trying to do through those seasons in our lives and show us himself as well as sanctify us and make us holy and all of those things mm-hmm. with, with young adults, it, it, they get, we get squirrely. <laughs> we just do. When, when we start to idolize things like marriage, like mm-hmm. a family, and we start to look at those things, even as a finish line, which I say to them often is marriage is not a finish line. It's actually just a starting line. And yeah. so would you could say that almost about kids where it's like, as soon as that kid comes into the world, we, we just look at these things as defining things and also like uh, final things where it's mm-hmm. like, once I'm there, I'm good. Yeah. And then, you, and then you start to, you have friends and, and my friends, cause I'm a little bit younger than Lisa are just now starting to have kids and we aren't. And so even that is like, it's weird Mm -hmm. and it's hard, but I go back to what Lisa was saying is there is a choice, uh, to choose that. Okay. This is what God has. And will I, 
will I continue to be faithful to this person that's next to me? And do, do conversations change? But yes, of course they do. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm talking, now I'm talking about a kid and trying to make that kid feel like a million bucks. And would I normally do that? No. And do they need more time to themselves because they have a kid? And do they stop and discipline them? And do they stop and change their diaper now? And all these weird things. Yes, but the core didn't, like, mm. the the core didn't change. And I think a lot of it comes down to just an awareness, like mm-hmm. yeah. an awareness of where the parents are at and a single person being, or married people without kids being sensitive to that yeah. and vice versa. It's the reciprocal. I mean, mm-hmm. that is what friendship is at its core, whether you have single friends or not. I mean, even if you're a yeah. single friend with another single friend, it comes down to awareness of what's going on in their life and that person reciprocating back and understanding, okay, this, this is a single person. And may, you know, Hey, is it hard to be around my kids? Are you doing okay with this? Or we really appreciate you being in these kids' lives. Or, yeah. You are a huge mm-hmm. part in, play such a more important role mm-hmm. in their life. Yeah. And it's just conversation back and forth. Oh, yeah. We struggled to look outside of ourselves. And mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. what it is at the core is when you see young adults get weird about it and okay, this person's married now. I can't be their friend. Or now they started having kids. I can't be their friend. Really all, all that boils down to, and, and in, it's true in my own heart is we, we just get selfish and mm-hmm. we want everything to be about us, look like us, all these things. And that's not reality. Yeah. And more important, there's sin there in the root of your heart of mm. just you, you're not willing to humble yourself and just pour out versus I, it's, you know, yeah. it's all about me. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. It sounds like even just an identity struggle mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. both sides. Mm-hmm. It's I'm yeah. identified by being single. I'm identified by being married, but I don't have kids. And we're identified as we're parents and mm-hmm. like this is our life and it's all mm-hmm. consuming, but it's yeah. really not. Yeah. Which is why I love young adults because it's so cutthroat. Yeah. That whole season is marked by that struggle yeah. for identity and what are you going to sell out to, uh-huh. and that you're dead on because, and that's why I think it's such an important time of life because you can quickly start and not sometimes not even knowingly you're selling out to these horrible root sins where you're like, I didn't even see this, mm. <laughs> but you've let it become a pattern in your life, and now, uh oh. Now we're like 35, 40, and this has become a massive yeah. thing. I, you're you're are so right with the identity thing. And our world is so much more about that, even more yeah. so now. But I think that's just, I mean, early on, the Lord had to strip me from that and being like, yeah. your one identity is your child of God, mm-hmm. period. Like, it's not, I mean, yes, I'm a female or whatever. I don't want to get into yeah. that. Like, you're not that. <laughs> but uh that's your identity. Like it's not, you're single. It's not, you're this age. It's not even, I work at a church or it's not, I have this person or don't have this person. I have to constantly fight that identity. I'm just period, a child of God, because all that other stuff becomes idols or it becomes Mm -hmm. entitlement or it becomes, yeah, yeah, we put that on the throne and then that just gets our world wonky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because what happens if slash when those things get stripped away, because all those things you mentioned are, oftentimes just seasons of our life. It's Mm -hmm. not what God has called to uh, us to, you know, lifelong, even being on staff at a church or what, like Mm -hmm. you, you may not be that for a long, even being single. Well, obviously God has no longer called you to be single. You're now married. So that was just a season. Right. But what remains is I'm a child of the King. Mm -hmm. And that is, is where we need to relate. Um, that kind of leads all this conversation is leading us to the next question, really. So how can parents, this, this podcast is mostly for parents. How mm-hmm. can parents encourage uh, their friends without kids? 
now this could be single friends. It could be married sure. friends that mm-hmm. don't have kids yet. How can parents be an encouragement to friends without kids? I I think it it's a, it's a great question again. And I think to stop and just think about it, the the simplicity of bringing people along is really mm-hmm. been huge in our life mm. where um, it's just easy to let those things separate you. And it's not, I don't actually think it's much different than a lot of things in life where busyness just mm-hmm. overtakes you and you, mm. you forget to stop and be intentional. Mm. And so we actually don't mind being at a baseball game because our friends have kids or uh. we don't mind the stop to change and like we don't want those to stop and change a diaper or what, whatever the season the kid is in like when our friends are intentional and say hey you're coming over for dinner whether or not there's kids there or not like that's what we that's what we need mm-hmm. and that's I think I don't know if I'm saying that right would you agree with yeah that? no I just think it's a, a continue to let them just be involved and invite yeah. mm-hmm. them into the spaces in your world I do think it's probably got to be hard on the parent side when you have kids and you have your families running around like crazy and you know your house is crazy and I'm at, like to just be like okay bring another person over into our mess and our crazy yeah mm-hmm. I mean I think that's just do life together whatever yeah. that is and whatever life looks like and and invite that person that doesn't have kids or or those young adult people to just come in and and live the life with you and just be another part of the family and I think that's that's what's been so huge in our life is to just say you know if God doesn't give us kids which it's looking like that's what it's going to be to realize that God gives such blessings Mm -hmm. the ways God does still bless you like with kids with your friends, kids, you know, with your nieces and nephews that yeah. are like, can be like those kids and fill those holes and fill those, fill those vo- voids. And you're not going to get that if you're just saying, well, I can't be around these kids or that's too hard for me to yeah. do, or that's going to be weird or awkward. Maybe it is awkward and weird at mm-hmm. first as you just figure it out. But I think just, just take the step, have some, if you have that relationship, have them over and just yeah. let them see what life is like and yeah. let them love on your kids, let your kids love on them. And it's just it becomes a beautiful thing, and it, and I think the Lord, that's huge ways the Lord does bless mm-hmm. and has blessed us we, is by the kids that are in our life because in a lot of ways we don't feel a void because we're so surrounded by kids and loved yeah. well by yeah. kids and their parents and the parents yeah our friends kids children are a gift from the Lord but we don't ever want to be so obsessed with the gifts that we forget the giver yeah and that is true in this circumstance mm-hmm. where I think we get to, we get to by default experientially share some of those, that, that gift of children through our siblings, through, you know, like being aunt and uncle and being friends. And, and we do get to experience some of that, but there again, the elephant in the room, we're on the parent parenting podcast without <laughs> kids over here. <laughs> and so we know that uh, our friends know that we don't have kids and our family knows, and I don't. I don't think it has to be an off-the-table discussion or question. I think it's a very sensitive subject for a lot of people. But part of some of the greatest encouragement that friends have given us is that we do even talk about it, yeah. mm-hmm. and and what we're going through. And there has been a fertility journey in our story, and we did go to the doctor at times and there were people who would ask us about that and we would spend money on stuff and like all of that is super stressful Mm -hmm. but it goes i I really love the story of 
Abraham and Sarah. And I am, I'm constantly reminded that yes, Sarah was barren, but that was only part of the story of what God was working in Abraham and Sarah's life. And Mm -hmm. like that plan, Abraham, God provided so much through Abraham and he little did they know they had that promise, but like it just like how bit like you just wonder what they thought and how the, their minds, like what Abraham was thinking in Sarah herself. But like, I don't ever want to become so obsessed with just such a small piece of the pie that I forget to enjoy the rest. And so I think that goes into our friendships as well, where we want to talk about it. And we love when people, we, we do love when people ask about it. It's not a, Right? Am I? I'm no, not, right. I, we, yeah. we would welcome people asking us where mm-hmm. Where are you at with kids? Is it a desire of yours? How you ask that is really important. You mm-hmm. know, I think people do probably say it a little bit in weird ways sometimes, in awkward ways, and <laughs> then sometimes give us an example. <laughs> give us an example of an awkward way, and don't name any names, but of people ways people have asked you unless you <laughs> doesn't come, or or then also give us hey. Here's a, a better way to ask that question. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, you know, the, the <laughs> well, when are you going to have kids? Come on, you've been married for a year. You yeesh. know, like. Yeah, don't ever bring up the amount of years you've been married. Or even just stuff <laughs> like that. You know, just like, hey, you know, how you guys have been married for a couple of years. How's how's the kid journey going? Like, yeah. is it a desire? A, a desire is a desire. very good thing. That's What's good the desire word. of your heart? Or where, where are you at with that? Or how's God working with you guys in that? And more of that, rather than it seeming like it's an expectation that you yeah. should have it. Yeah. I think even in singleness, like. Why aren't you married? Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, great uh, question. God hasn't brought the person to me yet. I mean, I can't just go out there and I mean, I guess I could. But. So I think it's just opening the conversation in a way that doesn't make it sound yeah. like it's an ex- expectation. Sure. But just where's God have you at right now in your singleness journey? Or where does God have you at in your parenting journey? Or um, how's your heart in it? Or yeah, because yeah. that, that opens, something you desire, or yeah. that opens the door to a deeper conversation of um, either a that person you see them as a person, not as a project or as yeah. a oh yeah okay this person mm-hmm. is not married yet obviously this is not right let let's fix sure, that yeah. that's so good right. that's um, so good that's so good seeing them as a person and saying hey how how are you on your singleness journey is that something you desire and it may come up like. Oh wow! Like they really desire this, and it's way out of whack. And now you, as mm-hmm. a brother or sister in Christ, can say, "Hey, um, yeah, here's what I'm hearing. Am I hearing? It seems like you're putting a really big priority on getting married, and that's mm-hmm. all you want. How's your relationship with God right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it, you may discover, wow, they're really walking closely to God, and yeah, that's a struggle. But man, that's that, and you can encourage them in that. Like, yeah, getting married is not all that. Having mm-hmm. kids is not all that. Mm-hmm. It. It's what God has mm-hmm. for you right now. Yeah, and it's That's learning from the person. I think on the flip side, the young adults, to be great about asking parents, like, mm-hmm. how is parenting? What is your biggest mm-hmm. struggle? Mm-hmm. What do you find? I mean, it's like a lot of times my mom said loneliness. Well, guess what? As a single person, I was lonely too. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. it's like, hey, we're in the Shocker. same boat. What? <laughs> You're lonely too? You, you have, have more five people common. around you. I don't understand. You know? How yeah. can you be lonely with kids home right. all around you all you day? Have, you have more in common than you think. Then you realize, yeah. yeah. When you really get to the heart of things, but like you said when you just asked that where's the kids are you gonna have them i mean it, yeah ask more leading questions maybe sure. is the better like 
rather than just a one-off, one-answer question. Or maybe just don't ask it to somebody you don't know well. Yeah, oh, yeah that's <laughs> relationship maybe matters. Maybe notice notice what your relationship yeah, is relationship to that person. Matters, yeah, it's yeah. not small talk. Yeah. I love the question though. Do you want kids? Like, yeah, I yeah. just love that. I don't. Sure. I don't think there's anything. I've had. I mean. An example of weird ones is like old guys who would be like, are you sure you know what you're doing? Like, uh, <laughs> and like, I know their heart is good and they're just, and obviously I know them pretty well, but even yeah. then it's like, <laughs> okay. How like, do you answer that? <laughs> or, okay, you've been married seven years. Like, what are you doing? And, and yeah. And there's just so many facets of it. There's just yeah. so many facets that if you haven't walked through it, you just, it, you don't even know what you're asking and what you're opening up in that person's heart sometimes, yeah. Yeah. which is, again, that's on me. And I don't want to make it all about everyone. Like it's mm-hmm. on me. So I, I would say if you have good relationships with people, ask the question, yeah. mm-hmm. ask it in a kind way, just like you'd ask anything else, but it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And it, it, mm-hmm. it can be really, really difficult yeah. time of life. So, yeah. yeah, no, that's really helpful. I love to, you said, I mean, I'm backing up a little bit, but what you said, Lisa, about pouring into and getting to love on those kids of your mm-hmm. friends. And I can say on the other side of it, like, I am so thankful for the people like you, even mm-hmm. in small portions, mm-hmm. you guys have poured into my kids mm-hmm. and loved on them. We have other people that have loved on our kids yeah. that are single or married without kids. Mm-hmm. And like to watch someone else love my kids, yeah. like I love my kids right. is an encouragement to me. Yeah. yeah. So I think we're mutually helping and encouraging each other when we, when we're not afraid to welcome into our Mm -hmm. life, the people that are not in the same season as us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but going back, I think we do get in our heads. We're like, well, how am I a value to them? And you're probably, I guess, parents like, well, how am I a value to anybody that doesn't have kids? You know, don't let those barriers. Their house is probably super clean and they don't want to come into my mess (laughs) and watch me load my dishwasher. But is your house always clean? (laughs) Our friends yeah. tell us that it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's maybe cleaner than theirs. Let's you do have a cat, high. right? You have we a do cat. have a cat. Joey, Joey. Does uh, he make messes? We're about ready to get a Roomba because that cat <laughs> and his hair. It, it sheds a lot. Because we summer. are slightly type A, so we like we do like a clean home already. Uh-huh. But then you add cat hair on there, and we're just like sweeping every day. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's good for us. I love it. So, you know, kind of along these lines. Can you think of some other benefits to friendships between whether it's married without kids or young adults? Like what are the benefits Mm. of those relationships? We've kind of touched on some of that, but maybe we can kind of narrow it down to. Yeah. I mean, I I think I touched on it really briefly, but just to be able to learn so much from people in different seasons of life. Mm. I mean, I think that's, we tend to flock to the people that are just like us. And I think that's necessary and important, but it also keeps us in that spot of just understanding that world and just thinking about that world or that spot where you come outside of that. And then you're just, you kind of get out again, you get outside of yourself and you start realizing and seeing and thinking and, and seeing all aspects and just, um, and the benefits that you can be to each other. I, I I think that's, I'll give real life examples to us. This isn't young adult necessarily, but to us in our story, had we not hung in, with even simply our family, I don't think we would have experienced the joys that we have even in the last few months. I think on my side, my nephew is on a mission trip right now where I'm like, oh, if that, like he, he could, I don't think I could have a kid as old as him, 
but we could have a kid that is looking towards that in the future and getting to just think about how life-changing that's going to be for him, how he's going to remember this trip for the rest of his life, like Mm -hmm. those types of things that probably a dad would think about or whatever. Mm -hmm. I get to share in those like, this is amazing. And yeah, we get to throw some money towards him and whatever, but just like living, if I had not maintained that relationship or that was, I'd boxed him out of my life, I'd miss that. Yeah. Also like graduations and we just had one nephew graduate from, from high school and getting to do the party and all of those things. And that, that family was so intentional to, to allow us to do so much. And we've had conversations with those boys. Like we, we may never actually have our own children. And so what we do with you, like we look at it and we treat it like you're our own. Mm -hmm. And there was so much joy in what we did. Yeah. And, Getting and to those, be a part those of those examples keep those going things. though. But had mm-hmm. we not hung in and had yeah. we not actually been an active participant, I don't think our family or friends will look at us and say, You deserve this spot in my kids' lives mm-hmm. because who would like if, if we're just Joe Schmo coming in at the highlights, like it's we also have li- lived a lot of uh valleys with some of uh the, 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 the nephew who's on the mission strip right now, uh, we walked through um, him going through a lot of seizures. Mm-hmm. And I remember that being like terrifying uh, as an uncle and then thinking through that as a dad. But like mom and dad led us pretty close in those seasons. And mm. I'm just thankful for that. Yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. embracing, I think, too, just the these people, you know, God has placed in our life, not just the parents, but I think, again, it also goes to these kids are not in our life stage at all, but it doesn't mean we can't learn and love and be a part Mm -hmm. of life. And I mean, that is just loving all seasons of life, whether Mm -hmm. older, you know, grandparents age and what wisdom they can give you all the way down to the kids, like, and how kids can fill you and Mm -hmm. say the coolest, funniest things or just pull (laughs) at your heartstrings or challenge you in their faith because they have such great faith or, you know, I mean, you can still love and learn from even kids. And Oh, totally. We're learning all about ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think parents Parents would say. Parents do too. Yeah. Parents would say part of the... 100%. 100%. The crazy thing about parenting is how much it comes back to you. Oh, yeah. And you're like, whoa, I didn't realize I was there. And even conversation we were having with the friend's kid the other day about, oh, I'm in this relationship and now we're on a break. And in my head, I was like going through all this stuff. You know, this is a high school student working through, you know, dra- dramatic high school relationships. And I was just in my own heart. I'm like, well, this would be my gut reaction, but I know that's sinful. <laughs> <laughs> and so how do you like shepherd her through truth and all of these things like we wouldn't get to do that and i wouldn't and then again i also wouldn't be able to see in my own heart and say whoa there was some sin there in my in my gut reaction yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. which i think parents also say all the time it's like oh absolutely (laughs) so we get to we do get to experience that and i guess benefit was the word you used Alyssa. and we do we get very similar benefits i think yeah and it sounds like it. You lean in and they're welcoming you in. And yeah. it's, yep. it's reciprocal. a mutual thing. Again, yeah, reciprocal. Yeah. yeah. And I've seen, especially Lisa going way back, you know, I'm pretty old too. So uh, <laughs> we were like youth leaders together uh-huh. yeah. and mm-hmm. just the investment that you made, even in some of those youth students, 
you still maintain oh, yeah, they're some my of friends those relationships, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, decades later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, they're, some of them are married, some of them are not, some of them have kids, some of them, you know, but yet, you know, you still have those relationships and it's, it's thinking like not only investing now as, as students or, or as a youth leader or whatever, but for the rest of their lives, potentially mm-hmm. you could, you could be involved and engaged and, and then you can turn around and invest in their kids and yeah. I don't know, it's yeah. just super cool, yeah. super fun. And uh, I think there's obviously a lot of different benefits that, as you said, as the body of Christ comes together and we're investing in each other and challenging one another, um, yeah, just a, a lot of potential benefits that are there that you may be missing out on by not having a single person in your life. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or single people having parents and kids and yeah. married people and grandparents and I yeah. mean, empty nesters. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you just think about it, it's just... So much you can learn. I mean, you just look at people as not, in a lot of ways too, what you can get from them. I mean, people have, your friends have stuff to offer you and and to give you in your life for a reason and let them, let them pour into you. Let what they're going through be what pours into you and vice versa. Let your life be something that encourages them and, and pours into them. Mm -hmm. First, first Peter one 15, but now you must be holy in everything you do, just Mm -hmm. as God who chose you is holy. Mm -hmm. And I come back to that so often with what God puts in our lives. If there is one question that I get asked the most as a young adult director, it is what is God's will Mm. for my life? Well, it's summed up in, you know, don't, don't slip. It's it's summed up in this passage. Don't slip back into your old ways of living. Don't satisfy that flesh or that you've been redeemed from, but be holy like God is holy. And he is going to intentionally put people in our lives, um, to, to help us with that goal or roadblocks <laughs> or roadblocks, <laughs> or whether we like it or not. And when we isolate, I think that's, yeah, that's never good. Obviously we know that God created us to live with one another, sharing with one another, spurring one another on. And so if that, if that is, if you're the person that's listening and you're just saying that that's how I'm bent is to run to the the isolating spot or to be alone. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that's wrong, but you have to you have to be able to know that about yourself and keep that in check and know that we 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 honestly probably want to choose that most of the time too. If we're yeah. being honest, would you agree, Lisa? Like yeah. we would pick to be alone, but we know that's not what how we are created to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have again received that benefit mm-hmm. of choosing to to not live that way. Yeah. Well, your main question goes into one of my main questions that I get asked as the youth pastor around here. I have a lot of families come asking me mm-hmm. for recommendations for babysitters. So maybe not my most asked question, but it I can see that. Yeah. It's, it it's rare that maybe a month or two goes by and I don't get mm-hmm. someone asking me about, hey, who would you recommend <laughs> for a babysitter? You know, high school kids, young adults, whatever. Um, so um, we have some young adults that are really mm-hmm. great with that and enjoy doing that. Yeah. I'm not saying that every young adult necessarily should. And sometimes yeah. maybe a word to parents, just because they're a young adult and you think they have all sorts of time does not necessarily mean yeah. they have all sorts of time and they want to spend all of that time babysitting your children. Mm-hmm. That's, um, <laughs> that's fair. It is fair. But, but that is, if there are young adults listening, that is one way you can get into maybe some, some young families' lives is by 
jumping in and babysitting mm-hmm. occasionally. And most parents can pay you for that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, but that's how you build relationships with those families. So, uh, my, my question, how can we be an encouragement and maybe even a friend to a young adult or even a high schooler or whatever who's a babysitter, nanny? Or starts um, out that way. Yeah. Or kind of how starts out that way and, and then how can you kind of turn that into a relationship? <laughs> it's such a good question. Go ahead. I, I can start with a specific experience that God is just really man, I'm still reaping amazing benefits from it. So um, Russ and Kathy Matthews, when they first went um, on the field, um, uh, we kind of hooked up over our common love over um, Australia and started to realize like they had to do a lot of traveling or whatever. And it was just really intense. And they had to have a lot of conversations but they had young kids. And I was like, oh, I can watch their young kids. But what was sweet about them is that like either before they'd have me come over early and have dinner with the family if they weren't Mm -hmm. gonna, or just come over early whenever, hang out. We're gonna leave at seven, but we'd love for you to come over early. And a lot of times they'd let me stay late. And I'm sure it was later than probably they even wanted to, but (laughs) they would unpack what God was doing in their life with Australia and the decisions they were making. And I would just share my life or my struggles. Mm. And it just, they gave me time after. Mm. And again, going back and thinking back, I'm like, oh man, it was probably so late for them. Some of the nights that they came home and they still stayed around and invested in my life, but I'm still reaping huge, huge benefits from that. I'm still friends with them. I've Mm. learned so much from them. There's still huge people that I go to for wisdom and for mentorship and and so because they they looked at it more than just like you're watching our kids but like we love you and we're part you're part of our family yeah. Yeah. and and it just became more of a you're not just this babysitter but you're mm-hmm. someone we want to invest in and because you're investing in our kids and we, your kids are investing in you it just yeah. became this that's a great word to parents like if if you're going out for dinner or whatever mm-hmm. or or a movie invite your babysitter to come home or come over earlier. Maybe they have extra time. Maybe they don't. Don't assume that they do, but right. say, yeah. hey, we're leaving at five, but you can come over at four if you want and just hang out. And yeah, huh, what a great mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. And th- I mean, that was just it. It Yeah. And I've, yeah, I've benefited greatly from that, but mm-hmm. that's one of my, my most fun, I like just memorable babysitting experience was mm-hmm. just always with their kids because they were always so good. It becomes okay. less of a contract, like, hey, you come from five to seven yeah. and we'll pay you. And it becomes more of a relationship. Yep. Um, yeah. I can think I of one it. young adult that has walked through a lot of valleys and mountains with people that she has established relationships with because of babysitting, which is yeah. kind of, mm. it seems so silly, but uh, I do really think it's a great opportunity. And to put it on the young adult, too, you know. Uh, Psalm 145, one generation will tell the next generation. Like, mm-hmm. it's also a big uh, service opportunity for the young adult. You know, if I'm speaking to them specifically right now, if they're if they're listening to the parenting podcast, <laughs> podcast which is weird. Maybe you can send this to all the young adults, <laughs> and maybe they'll listen if you guys are the. But to the parents on the podcast. to the parents that are listening, you're also uh, like you are. You think bigger than just like, okay, we want to get away. Yeah. You're giving an opportunity for someone that is, yes, maybe not like a whole lot older Mm -hmm. than the kid that they're watching, but yes, they are Mm -hmm. older and you're, you're teaching them and equipping them and giving them a safe space. Again, this is not for everyone. Not every young adult should babysit, but the ones that are, Mm -hmm. you're giving them a ministry to, to walk alongside and, 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 pour into a generation that is below them. And I love that because one thing that we will always fight with young adults as a ministry is to get so self-absorbed that we forget, again, Lisa's analogy of the body, 
wasn't her analogy, but you know what I mean. God's analogy. God's <laughs> analogy. The Apostle Paul's analogy. Like it, we need the body, and so yeah. like the more that you we can see that in young adults, I get really pumped about. But I think Lisa, what Lisa says is good. Is you have to see first of all, you're working with an adult. You're not mm-hmm. working with a student, like a a high schooler, and. Treat them like adults. Yeah. Be respectful. I do think they get abused mm-hmm. at times. Yep. Um, so if if your heart is pure in that, then go over and above and and say, do the things that Lisa was giving examples of. And those are the things that are just going to really, I think, open a lot of doors mm-hmm. in yeah. good ways. Oh. Yeah, I love that. That's really good. That's really good. Well, we're... I. We've spoken for longer than I thought oh. we would, so uh, that's all right. We had a lot to say. Uh, you do. And I'm if you, shocked. I'm, oh, so good. I'm, I'm My not, sucker's done. <laughs> it's, it's gone. Ran out Time of sucker. To Time to quit. Uh, <laughs> do you have any parting words or even potential resources or things other than obviously God's word and, and other people? No, um, we are not the... You're not the parenting expert. We are That's not okay. the parenting wizards, and we <laughs> no. freely admit that. We do... We do uh, receive the benefits of parenting in the young adult world. Sure. Um, Good and bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Uh, So I, yeah, we, we're just really thankful for what, what you guys do as mom and dads. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we don't begin to imagine or be able to know how to speak into it often. And so we just ask for God's grace and having not experienced it ourselves is a big deal. And we want to be humble in that. But Young Adults has taught us some things working with college kids and mm-hmm. as well as young professionals. Like you do see the benefits of good mm-hmm. parents and then the ones who are like, oh, I think I if I if God ever did give us a child, I think I learned that I might do this different. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're just really thankful, thankful for the parents of Sailorville Church and thankful for the hard work that they do day in and day out mm-hmm. yeah. of showing their their sons and daughters, what it looks like to live like Jesus and to be more like him. And yeah. It's just such a great ministry. Awesome. And, and for having this conversation. I mean, this is great to be able yeah. to be invited on. I mean, not being parents, but be invited on a parenting podcast. I think that's great that you're opening the doors for those conversations mm-hmm. and having them. And I think we benefit as a church, having the conversations yeah. that are maybe tougher, And you can ask us harder. about kids anytime. I hope it doesn't <laughs> sound like you cannot ask us about kids. But be tactful we, about it. We uh, got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, excellent. Thank you. Thanks, Curtis. Thanks, yeah. Lisa. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks, so listeners, for hanging in there and listening to this episode of our podcast. Um, we are actually currently lining up a guest for our next month, so it'll be a surprise. You'll just have to tune in. Uh, if you do have a topic or a question that you would like us to cover in future podcasts or episodes, feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, just knowing that you're listening and challenged or encouraged or anything like that would be encouragement to us and to the Johnsons if you heard this. So um, feel free to say, hey, I heard your episode and we enjoyed it. Or here's what God is you know, working in my life as a result of, of hearing that. So Anyway, thanks for joining us. Mm. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.